to my little podcast. That's it. That's the whole thing. That's it. That's that's good though. Like, you don't. Want, I was listening to a podcast the other day. The intro was seven minutes before I actually got to what I wanted to hear. What? It was just lots of ads and then talking about other shows. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, this is good, but just get me to the guts. So this is great. Seven oh. seconds. Beautiful. Perfect. Done. Efficient efficiency, I like to call it. That's you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Just there you go, done, sorted. Ah, oh. here you go. What Let's a great episode! We'll just so finish quickly. there. This is the end now. <laughs> the whole show is ten and seconds long. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Tom? Yeah. So, hi, uh, I'm Tom. This isn't my podcast. Um, I am on it though. So yeah, my name's Tom. Uh, I am a part of Sans Pants Radio, which is a podcast network based in Melbourne um, with a whole bunch of shows across all over the place. Um, I do a bunch of them, some about footy, some about Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, one in particular about horror movies called Scaredy Boys, which is me and two mates who hate horror movies like we're, I'm a big coward they're big cowards and we thought oh, wouldn't it be funny if us being big cowards we watched horror movies and reviewed them and then like it was a great idea and we got like the tick from the producer and we started we like we were like sat down to do the first episode and the first movie started and we were like oh no mm. oh we have to watch these <laughs> oh no <laughs> so yeah my relationship with horror is um love hate like yeah. yeah, yeah. I get excited, and then I remember what it is. Because <laughs> um, you guys do uh, it a little bit different. You guys talk about how you would survive yes. the certain situations in horror movies, yes. and that just cracks me up. Yeah, look, we do, uh, but a lot of us have strategies. Um, my strategy is to side with the bad guy immediately. <laughs> Often, <laughs> in in those scenarios, it's like. Is this, is this uh, does Michael Myers need, a, need an assistant? I'll help him out. Yeah, no worries. I'll help him kill some teenagers. Um, Don't worry, I got this. Yeah, no, so it's, look, that's that's the approach we take because it's, we talk about, yeah, talk about if we're frightened and then obviously one of the mainstays of horror is do people behave cleverly? Are they intelligent? Do they, do they make the right choices? And then ha- we, how would we go if we were faced with the same scenario? And we survive a bit. We survive a lot, actually, because unlike characters <laughs> in movies, we don't have to make the logical hurdle of being like, is this real? No, there's no such thing as a ghost monster living in the lake. We're just like, yep, no, that sounds, that's legit. I believe you. A man coming to get me in my dreams? Done. So, yeah, I I'm believe out. you. I'm 100% on board. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no like, this, am I going insane? It's like, okay. No, yeah. I'm insane already. Um, yeah. This Sign is me happening up. I'm right in. now. Like, yeah, if you, someone came Sign in and was like, this house up. is haunted, I'd be like, yeah, f- I'm, okay, sure, what's next? <laughs> you don't have <laughs> to convince you, um... me. Yeah, that's it. Yep, cool, tick, dumb. Yeah, yeah. So, um... See, big, um... Yeah. Paranormal, like, paranormal and supernatural horror is, and I say this on every episode, a big no for me. Yeah, no, I get that. Like, I just hate it. I so ghosts are a big no. I I don't like like any of them. No, so that's weird. So here's the so here's the thing. I I, I did say off air just before we recorded that I am the bravest scaredy boy, and I don't mean that. I just mean that I've watched the most horror movies out of us. Like I'm, yeah. My relationship with horror is complicated in that I like I love reading horror. I have I read a lot of horror. It does books don't freak me out the way films do. You can't get a jump scare in a book. Um. 
So that's really good. If anyone invents a way to do that, fuck them. That's bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm burning every one of their books. Yeah, correct. Never going to read that one. Um, And then, yeah, so I I like watching some horror. I enjoy horror movies to a degree, but also in the moment, I'll be watching them and I'm just like, I'm dying. Why am I put... Like, I, I, I will often... I'm very open about this. I've watched movies with my hand, like, over my face for like 30 minutes oh, and, yeah. like, and that's okay that's allowed so I like it and then I remember that it's scary it's almost like I get tricked by like the idea of I'm going to watch this like perfect example uh, I went to see Midsummer with a friend and he was like oh this is really oh, great oh that movie's so good well yeah I look I really enjoyed it um, but I was like going in like oh yeah now this is going to be good we're going to watch this movie um, great fantastic and then the trailers in the cinema started and they were all trailers for other horror movies and I was like <laughs> oh no oh what do I I'm in the movie now that's that's it it's too late for me I can't go back I'm, I'm here and thankfully Midsummer is really good and distressing and scary but not in a too jump scary yeah. kind of way um, look I, I'm of the belief that Midsummer has a happy ending that's just me uh, oh me too yeah she's happy I, think, I was just like she got her happy ending she did she got what she needed do you reckon she stayed and lived with the cult well, you think she yeah, I assume so. You know, she um, she finally... Look, this isn't the movie we're talking about, but she finally got <laughs> someone to empathise with her. No one else cared about her the whole way through the movie and then the Except weird cult, cult people did. So, you know, oh, happy to I need around. to find me a cult. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't mean that like nobody cares about <laughs> Sorry, family. Oh. <laughs> I just meant like I wanted a happy little yeah. cult to be like, woohoo, cat. I mean, that's not you a... Know. Hey, look... I th- a hype man. That's all you need. A hype. <laughs> you want to create a hype man so you start a cult. That's and look. As long as no one's getting like sacrificed, you're doing fine. Like ah, oh, then I don't want to be a part of the cult. Oh, okay. All right. So you do want right. So your your hype man is I want someone to cut someone's heart out on a stone slab for me. That's. I mean, they can just poison them. That's, that's like still death. That's something. still murder. Uh, it's not gory, though. It's still I'm murder. Gonna... <laughs> like, so, I don't really want those things. I just have a really disturbing sense of humour. Oh, that's fine. Um, uh, my grandma always says to me, hey, cat, you know, if I ever get so sick and old that I can't look after myself, can you kill me? Can you? She's like, can you smother me? Can you... Can you like do something and just help me out and I was like grandma um that's murder she's like but what about if I want to die I was like "Mm, still going to jail yeah but also there's probably there's people who can do that for you you know you don't have to be yeah like at the hospital with morphine exactly exactly it doesn't have to be you just wash your hands of that she's just really dramatic (laughs) (laughs) she just wants to go out really dramatically (laughs) um the movie you've chosen today, yes. uh, I really freaking enjoyed it. It's so great. It is, isn't it? It's the best. Do you want to introduce it? Yeah, I can. Um, so this isn't... Because I know most people talk about the first movie they remember watching. I actually changed my criteria. You did. And so I was able to pick this yes. movie. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I just want to talk about horror movies that people really like. Yes. Because then, you know, you can have a really cool conversation about something that they really enjoyed. Yeah, so, so. look, if look if we were doing my first scary movie, it would be Gremlins. So um, I'm glad we're doing this oh, instead. Oh, that's so cool, though. Yeah, well, it's... 
that ride so there was the gremlins ride at movie world as well like the theme park that ride was terrifying i never saw well. that yeah just no good when was ride. that that was oh it was like i'm talking i was like 10 and i'm 29 now so oh, it was okay, a while ago yeah. i think it's where scooby-doo is now that used to be oh, a gremlin i love scooby-doo ride. though yeah, so well, it used to be yeah, like a drive-through. Like Beetlejuice was there for some reason as well. It was, <gasps> it was not a ride that made a lot of sense, uh, but it terrified <laughs> me as a child. But no, this movie is not Gremlins or Beetlejuice. Um, yes, it or is. Beetlejuice. Ready or not, uh, a film from last year that I picked because I, I picked it because I, I I enjoyed it. I loved it. But I think for me, these kinds of horror movies are my favorite kinds of horror movies. Uh, like absurdly fun horror movies like yeah you know we were talking about midsummer and i i did enjoy midsummer but like oh man that's two hours of oh it's hard you know you you're tired at the people end. getting filleted yeah yeah it's 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 a long <laughs> drawn out process whereas yeah ready or not is 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 fun and it's i, I like your yeah, horror and comedy are like best mates so you know stuff like evil dead's really great screams great yeah. even you know the nightmare films where freddy's killing people is like a giant worm they're fun because they're part of that like absurd horror world so ready or not slots straight into that and uh it's got australian in it tomorrow weaving and she's a, a fucking jet she oh she's just fantastic and i really enjoy her because i recently watched the babysitter one and two like back to back and she was just so cool in that movie she was really cool i love the babysitter i haven't seen the second one but i i deeply loved the first one uh, it's just a, again yeah. it's the same thing it's a fun horror film so there's still stakes and you're still there's someone in peril and you're still worrying about them but they lean into the absurdity of it I think that's the that's the cool thing about horror that I like maybe that's that's the love part yeah. of it is that it's one of the only genres of like film or books or games or whatever where something really ridiculous can happen and it's okay because that's you just are buying in because you're watching a horror so yeah that man has a squid for a face that's just part of it that's just go with it that's, that's this is how this the story movie. goes yeah um, just accept it. And in this case, hide and seek is a violent game. <laughs> yeah, where it's just like, oh no, that should be a nice game. <laughs> Shouldn't it? Yeah, no, this movie's the, great. Um, the really cool thing is that the directors on this film, uh, Matt uh, Bettinelli Olfin and Tyler Gillett, they did a film that I really like, VHS. I don't know if you've I seen I have not that. seen VHS. It's pretty good. I haven't seen the follows up. The follows up? The that, follow-ups that checks. I, to that. I get it. It's, yeah. It's the same, same. Um, <laughs> and it's really cool. I haven't seen it in forever, but I think you might enjoy it. All right. I'll, um, I'll, yeah. I'll try to convince the, the scaredy boys to watch it, maybe. Because if yes, I'm like, oh, because we definitely. all enjoyed Ready or Not, because we saw it together. Um, yeah. So I might be like, oh, it's the guys who did Ready or Not. That was fun. So maybe I'll trick them into yeah, just, watching this. It's movie. not a fun movie, but... <laughs> And the team that wrote it, so um, Guy Busick and Christopher Murphy did Castle Rock together. I don't know if you watched Yes, that. no, I did. I watched the first season. I haven't watched the second season, but I did watch the first season. There's a second season? Yeah, there's a second season of it. Oh. Yeah. I think it's. Well, I, I don't think something? it's about the same people. I think it's just set in the town again, a bit like an oh. anthology kind of Fargo type series, yeah. I think. But there is a second season, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I haven't seen I'm going to have to watch it because um, my grandma and I watched the first season together and she was like, well, that was ridiculous, wasn't it? 
And I was just like, haven't you read any Stephen King? Oh, I tell you what, he, he, like, the man did heaps of cocaine. What do you expect? Like, (laughs) yeah, that's what I said. I was like, the dude had a drug addiction. Like, among other things, like, there's a lot going on (laughs) in Kingy's life. (laughs) Yeah, along with a lot of other things. So the film stars uh, Samara Weaving, Adam Brody, who oh. I, my teen crush, like my entire teenage years revolved around Seth Cullen. Right, right, um, right. He's, he's really good you, in this too, by the way. He's great. I'm of the belief that and this Adam is... Brody is at his most powerful when he's kind of playing a dick. Like, yeah. I don't know about like, so Seth Cullen's probably not really a dick, but like the three best Brody performances are this. He's great in this. He's really good in Jennifer's body where he's a dick in that. Yeah. And he's really good in a movie called Thank You for Smoking where he's just like a really weird producer's assistant who's just like a bit okay. insane. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's in so many horror movies. He does a lot of it. Hey. He did Scream 4. Um, he's not Jennifer's a, body. He's not a dick in Scream 4, though. He's, he's one of the no, cops, he's isn't just, he? Yeah, he's just a regular dude. Yeah. Um, and he was in the ring for about five seconds. Oh, who is... Is he, like, just... He would have been young in the ring, right? Yeah. So he's, like, not that much older than us. Huh. And... Oh, no, maybe he's, like... I think he's, like, 43 or something. That, to me, is not that much older than me. No. And he, um... You know the funeral scene where um, Rachel's niece's like wake is happening, and she goes out the back to have a cigarette, and she's talking to those teenagers. Yep, he's one of the teenagers. Uh, okay, okay. I was like, does yeah. he die horrifically because he watches? No. Hey, do you want to know a fun fact about me and the ring? Um, yes. So hor- I like horror movies with rules because then I can be like, right, I know the rules of this horror movie. So if I was ever in that scenario, <laughs> I just follow the rules. I'd be fine. Um, and the ring, just don't watch the videotape. Uh, it's so simple and so easy. So when I'm watching the ring, you know, there's that sequence in it where they show you what's on the video. Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch that. I close my eyes because if I can't, if I, just in case, just in case. So if if Well Girl is watching, she knows I didn't look, so I don't know. So you can't get me in seven days because I never saw it. But the rules of it is that you're meant to reproduce the tape and give it to somebody. Yeah, but it, only if you've watched it, which I haven't. I've oh. never watched the footage yeah, of what's on the sense. tape because that part of the movie, close my eyes. <laughs> Can't get me. I love that. Can't get me, no. Samara. Hey, she set out the rules very clearly. And um, anyway, back to this, Samara. Sorry, I've, I reckon I've talked about eight movies that aren't the movie we're supposed to be talking about. Oh, that's about. this. This is uh, this is what the podcast is about. <laughs> Things we like about horror while talking about a movie. Yeah, it's all good. My fun fact about uh, The Ring is I still don't understand what happened. Like, I still don't get it. But... <laughs> the TV kills you. I've watched it about 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get it. Uh, look, I think the best version of The Ring is Scary Movie 3, right? That's the best one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, everyone I talk to is always like, yeah, Scary Movie. I was like, thank God. Like, I love those movies so freaking much. <laughs> well, that were my, like, entry point in horror as sort of a teen because I didn't watch a lot of it because I didn't really... Yeah. I didn't like being scared. So I, now I'm watching movies and I'm like, ah. Oh. So the first time I watched Scream, um, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> oh, this is a scary movie. Oh, this bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What? See, I did it the... Yeah, I watched Scary Movie before I watched Scream. And so I thought the ending was ruined for me. So I was like, oh, I don't need to watch Scream. 
And then I watched Scream and I was like, the ending isn't ruined. No, it's not what they do in Scary Movie. Um, I'm pretty sure a, nice a weird surprise. fact about Scream as well is that the working title was Scary Movie. Yeah, and that's why I think they named... Ah, so they're clever. Scary movie, scary okay. <laughs> they got it. Um, I do have a fun fact about um, this movie, though, which is my favourite Yeah, what fact, is it? Uh, is, Please tell me. Um, the mansion that they live in, that the whole movie is set in, is the mansion from Billy Madison. Bullshit. No, yeah, it is. I learnt that from Scary Boys. Uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah. That's so cool. The only, like, the when the, the penny dropped, when someone was like, guess what, like, famous comedy that this is from, we're trying to work it out. And uh, the the scene outside with the pool, I'm like, that's where they have all the pool parties. Oh. It's it's the Billy Madison mansion. So, yeah, a lot okay, of the exterior... I, the, I don't know if the interior the shots are, but a lot me. of the exterior shots are the Billy Madison mansion. Wow. Yeah. You learn something new every day. There you go. I love that. <laughs> so, this had a really small budget for horror movies. Now, I'm not too sure who the production team was behind this. Um... But they had a budget of $6 million. Ooh, that's pretty tight. Which, yeah, but it made $57.6 million at the box office. So it's done very well. It did pretty pretty damn well. I, f- I figure what, because it's... Um, how much... My question is, uh, well, without going too much into it, how much of the budget do we think is the final five minutes? Like, how much of the budget is just <laughs> that sequence? <laughs> somewhere that they didn't have enough candelabras they only had like six and so they'd have to take them around the set with them oh that's and great. like set them up oh because that's why they turn all so the lights off and like using candlelight for the yeah 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 oh that's yeah. that's a good fact that's good and so they'd have to move like the candelabras from one set into like another one to, so because they didn't have enough to set them up everywhere <laughs> that's that's good no that's that's i like that a lot yeah, I thought that was really funny. I was like, ah, That's how you excellent. save money so you can spend all your budget on a pretty cool sequence at the end of a movie. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so, at the start of the movie... Yes. Um, <clears throat> I was like, I don't know where to start. Um, start at the start. It's so, best place. Just dive in. Now go to the middle. Just pick yeah. a random sequence in the middle. This one. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of like... um. We, oh, I can't even remember how the movie opens. It's the flashback. It's them, so it's them. It's the, the it's the Aunt right. Helene's husband. Um, yeah, Charles. Yeah, yeah, and Adam Brody and um, Alex. The actor's completely gone out of my brain. The brothers are children. Uh, Mark O'Brien. Mark O'Brien. There we go. Oh, I'll tell you who else is in this movie. Andy McDowell. Yes. Very good. In Honorable mention. Does a very good job. And Henry. Not even going to try to say his surname. Susan Oh, is that the father? Yes, the dad. Yeah. Oh, see, he didn't get a mention on Wikipedia when I was oh. getting my cast out. Oh, man, that's <laughs> Henry. He's such a... that's he, What a burn. Man, that hurts, poor bloke. <laughs> poor guy. Oh, I just smacked my knee. Oh, that's no good. Excuse me. So, um, I really like this because, you know, you see the relationship between Daniel and uh, what's-his-face. Alex. Alex. Uh, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> what's his face um and you know the family's all running around like mad people um well, capturing yeah, charles you just get thrown straight in and you're just like yeah wait 
Why are they wearing are masks? What is this? Okay. What is, why are you shooting him? Why is he shot? What, what, one, why is he shot? Uh, two, why is he now shot again? <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, you, you do set up um, that really nice thing. This, this movie doesn't have like, again, 90 minutes, I think, off the top of my head. Like it's a, yeah, it's a tight 90. So. And you, mm. they don't waste a lot of space. So like they give you, this is everything you need to know about these brothers' relationship. You'll see them again later. And uh, this is everything you need to know about this woman. You, you'll meet her again later. And then even once you finish the flashback and you get that first sequence of Samara weaving, you have, I feel like for this movie, you have about 10 to 15 seconds to fall in love with her so that you care what happens to her. And she just yeah. nails it. Like she yeah, just absolutely. By the end of that, by the time she's lit the cigarette and she's smoking in the mirror, you're like, "No, I'm on board. I don't want you to die. Let's go." Yeah, you you will be the final girl. Let's do this. Yeah, you, you buy in completely, and that's it. It means that because you buy in completely with her, I feel it means that then you buy into the oh yeah, hide and seek. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, this is insane. <laughs> yeah, you're all insane. Yeah. Um, protect Samara weaving at all costs. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Samara actually plays a woman named Grace. And her and Alex, uh, this is 30 years later after the event of Uncle Charles being shot with a crossbow. Um, <laughs> the best crossbow. The, a, a, a crossbow, that's that's a bit of foreshadowing of the uh, crossbow's ability to kill. <laughs> or non-ability. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's not like, there's not a lot of like jump scares, but there's a lot of gore at some of yeah. these deaths are just... I love it. And there's a sequence that we'll get to in the movie that kills me every time I watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm intrigued now. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit later on. It's well, it's well into the film. I was like, I can think of a few that I'm just like, ooh, oh. No, there's just one that's like, oh, no good. No, not that place. <laughs> they, um... So they have a little conversation and he, you know, tells her, you can leave. Like, I'm giving you an out. Well, yeah, and but like, it's, obviously... it's the brother that actually suggests that. It's um, yes. Brody's like, she can leave as a joke. And then he seems to actually think it through and be like, oh, and he's like, no, wait a sec. Maybe she could leave. And it's like, kind of say he's before, before later in the film, but he sucks early on too, man. Don't yeah. tell you, don't lie. Just tell her about the, like you're a selfish shithead. <laughs> you're, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, you, you, it's also good though because you get that nice beat of she's like, no, you know, she's charming and funny and great, and yeah. he's gen- he's worried about something, but you just assume he's worried about his super rich family accepting this huh. this girl who's not not super rich, and you learn like a couple yeah. of scenes later that she grew up in foster systems and things like that. So it's all very believable, and the family are kind of charming for a little bit in the wedding, except for the yeah. aunt who's nuts. Just yeah, just with a that bug or- right in front of me. <laughs> like, get out, <laughs> piece of shit! <laughs> it kept flying really close to me. Oh my god! I thought I got. Oh, I got him. Oh, he's gone. Got it. Yeah, he's dead. Got him. Um, <laughs> the aunt is just really foreboding. Like her presence. Her whole, <laughs> like her face looks like a skull as well. It's just horrific. Mm. And but I guess you know you just assume it's because she doesn't approve. Of, you know, marrying yeah. outside the family. You get that great scene with Andy McDowell and Samara Weaving, Grace and Becky, Rebecca, the mum. Yeah, 
Becky. With, she's like, do you smoke? It's like, no, but you know, oh, I like your cigarette case. But and they kind of bond because she's like, I was the outsider once. I'm glad you brought my son home. Again, they do such a good job at feeding you information. It never feels like exposition. Like it never feels like they're giving yeah. you. So you get, you know, the connection between like the brothers, the, the Samara Weaving and and Mark O'Brien have only been together for like a a small amount of time. I think it's like eighteen months. So it's a kind of a quick yeah. little wedding. It's a bit bit risky. And then you get like the Annie McDowell sort of thing about, oh, thank you for bringing our son home. So you're like, right. So he he fucked off on the family. Now he's come back. And yeah. all of that happens. And his in, brother's an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. big alcoholic um, with eyeliner. Uh, who's, who's to say? You know, he's. I think he just has permanent eyeliner. He's a good looking man. I will say that. Ah, uh, this is why. <laughs> Seth Cohen forever. <laughs> Ryan who? Am I right? Uh, I never, I never watched the OC. It was just and like. Oh, it's coming to Netflix. I think. Wait, no, no, that's Dawson's Creek. I take that back. <laughs> I think it's on Stan. <laughs> I got really excited because I was reading like all new horror movies coming to Netflix, and I was looking through just like a general Netflix thing trying to find them, yeah. and it was like series coming Dawson's Creek, and I just lost my mind. <laughs> I've also never watched Dawson's Creek. Uh, uh don't. It's fine. I probably won't. You know yeah, what? I, I won't. I wasn't going to, and you've told me definitely not to. So I. <laughs> but yeah, you get you get that excellent kind of. You learn everything you need to know very quickly, which is great. Yeah, and I really like this super awkward um, family photo shoot before the actual ceremony, which was really odd, but totally fit into everything that was happening anyway. Yeah. I just thought it was weird that that was first. Well, no, it's so, but, but it's just it, we learn stuff. Like you have, uh, you learn yeah. that Adam Brody and his wife aren't super close. Uh, no, Charity. Charity. His wife is Charity. The most ironic name. She only married movie. him for his money. <laughs> she admits that. I was like, oh. Like, yeah, just, we, and you get that di- dichotomy of them. You you get that the dad's kind of like, I'm really, I'm glad you're home. Like he's got a favorite. This is his favorite. It's everyone's favorite son's come back. And then you get the throwaway line of where's, my, your sister uh, it's probably Emily she's so you, you, you establish early on that they are the fuck ups of the, the the sister's one of the fuck ups of the family and you haven't even met her yeah. yet and her husband um, who they're both so good when you meet them I love both of them so much they're just fantastic <laughs> just Emily and Fetch oh he's just so they're both so inept in just different ways <laughs> and he's yeah. just like this is insane I just just ah oh, it's good it's good Can anyway leave yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so um there's like a quick little wedding ceremony and it cuts straight to that night yep yep and so grace and alex are trying to get it on and spooky the aunt, aunt. <laughs> just fucking stands in the room Mate, nothing kills libido faster than the the ghastly sculled aunt appearing in a, a hidden passageway into the bedroom <laughs> Nothing kills it more than people with no boundaries. No, correct. <laughs> no, no. what's personal space? But he's also trying to tell her what's about to happen. And then he's like, yeah. all right, we're just going to play. We're just going to play a board game. That's all. You know, my family's a board game <sighs> empire we, on our wedding night. That's why we come here. You just, you've just got to play a game. It's an old superstition tradition of the family. Um, it's fine. Don't worry. And she's like, yep, yeah, cool. I'll play checkers. And you're just like, there's something playing on his mind. And at that point... I'm watching it even the first time at that point I'm like now nah, you're a bit of a dog 
Alex, because um, at that point you could say, <laughs> FYI, one of those cards might, might kill you. Um, yeah, you might end up dead. You might end up dead. Because that's, that's the other thing I like is that it, it it's open to chance. You could play any kind of game, whether it's checkers or chess or snap or whatever. But if you get hide and seek, that results in death. Yeah. And that's like when they go downstairs and the family are all like talking about what cards they drew when it was their turn. Yep. Yep. And over the whole thing is that, that whole dread of um, the dad saying to the son, you know, if if she pulls that card, are you prepared we have to do? And he just walks away and you're like, what are they talking yeah. about? And Adam Brody's kind of looking at everything kind of, he seems really anxious for his brother. And it's and, and the worst part of it is you're watching it and you've you've seen the flashback. So you kind of know what to expect. Yeah. You now see them preparing this ceremony, and Samara Weaving is just like do 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 do, and you're like, "Go <laughs> run, get out of the house, you sweet angel, get oh, out of there, go back to Australia, run." <laughs> well, we'll protect you here. Go back to and Home and Away, is... or Neighbours, or whichever one of those two shows you whichever were from. Whichever one it was, because it's one of them. I just know. <laughs> just well, there's, is there any others? No, but no, I think genuinely she's oh. from one of them, but I don't know which one. She's from the one that Margot oh. Robbie isn't, so... Oh, then she's in her, from Home and Away. Oh, there you go, Home and Away. So Margot Robbie was Neighbours. There you go. See, I mean, it does. this is good. Solved it. Done. And so, this is where Grace meets Emily, who's a massive cokehead. Oh, Dad. She's got, like, old coke powder around her nose, and I'm just like, oh, perfect. But again, it just, it, it shows that, like... Grace is a cool person that you want to be friends with because she's meeting this sister yeah. for the first time and she's like, just, you know, you've got something on your yeah. nose. Like, not... It's, it's yeah, it's a nice scene and it, it again, it it sets up that it's like, is this family actually kind of friendly? Like, Fitch seems like an adorable weirdo and he, they're rich. <laughs> That's the only thing. Like, he has that throwaway line about yeah. how they couldn't get... I just can't fly commercial anymore. It's like, all right, so you're rich. All right, so you're weird we because you're rich. Sick. <laughs> I I love that some of my favorite movies. I probably if I'd like pick like a top five of last year, three of my favorite films of last year. The plot was rich people suck. So we had oh excellent. Ready or not, Knives Out and Parasite, of which all three films the crux is rich people are shit. And I can get behind that. Yeah. I can get behind that a lot. I'm as a person on medium salary, um, mm. below average. Salary, I I 100% get behind that. Yeah, eat the rich, let's go. (laughs) And I'm really hungry, so that'd work. (laughs) Play hide and seek with them, but for keeps. But for keeps. Forever. (laughs) um, Unfortunately, when they sit around and they're, um, you know, she's choosing her card, um, we, we, you know... um, Tony is explaining how they have this special box and that's where the card comes from and it's from this dude named Mr. LaBale and basically he's a the reason they're as rich as what they are and they have him to thank for their fortune. Yep. Um, he's he's portrayed as so, a wealthy benefactor meaning on like a cruise yeah. ship so he just seems like a dude. He's just some dude. He's just some guy, you know. Just some guy. He's definitely not and, Satan. Um, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Don't um, reckon he's Grace, just a fella. He's just some fell. <laughs> Grace draws the hide and seek card, and it's just really like, what's going to happen? It's it's that there's moments in like horror films where, uh, 
like the, the your heart drops a little. So she's oblivious because she doesn't know what's happening. We've had the flashback. We yeah. kind of know it, but we're also reading the room, and everyone like Alex looks like sick. Andy McDowell looks like she's about to cry. Adam Brody just goes to pieces. Everyone gets really tense and awkward, and it's like something's about to happen. And she's just oblivious to it all because she's like, I just got married. This family's rich and weird and eccentric. Whatever, who cares? Let's play hide and seek. Let's, okay, let's play hide and seek. It's the it's the it's the it's the bit in Scream where um, what's her name's on the phone and he's like, What's your name? And she's like, Why? He's like, I want to know who I'm looking at. And everything just goes, Oh no, <laughs> oh no, <Yeah. laughs> oh you thought, Oh no, oh um, no. Yeah, it's it, look, Help. it's 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 bad. It's real bad. <laughs> it also this. I was just like this scene just before it too, where Andy McDowell's talking in the like one of the rooms to to her about you know I know you're Foster, blah blah blah. You like mm. me. You, you're an outsider. It's okay. It's it sets up the theme that's really nicely, which is about the importance of family and the cost of family. Yeah. And so you have Grace, who is a character who's never had a family. Her family aren't at the wedding. She, that's all she desperately wants is the reason she's happy to get married really quickly is she's and accept these crazy eccentric people for what they are is because she's blindsided because she wants a family so bad and the flip side of that is the family wants to be a family as well by getting Alex back you've got Adam Brody yeah. who's like do I put the family or my brother first it's just there's a lot of great theming around family connections and what you do for family just set up immediately in that first like 10-15 minutes it's good yeah, and it's really it's a really heartwarming conversation that um, the mother has with Grace, and it's just like, oh, that's so lovely, you know. Like she's saying, you're a part of our family now, yep. and you're in. And then you just got to play this game. Your dread is still like, Ugh. well, yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's juxtaposed. Like you have literally, they have that nice conversation, and you know, the sister's really great to meet her, and everyone's really happy to meet her, and then she pulls that card, and the look of everyone in the room just pivots, and it's like, ah. Oh. No, you're not going to get the thing that you want. You can't yeah. anymore. These people are not your family. They don't care about you. Oh, so sad. And so she's so excited to play hide and seek, though. And, you know, Tony's saying to her, um, you just have to stay hidden until dawn to win. Yep. And, you know, Grace doesn't really want to do that. She was like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's just <laughs> like... He plays it so well too, but yeah, just that whole yeah. sequence where she's then hiding in the dumbwaiter and she's just like, okay, that's enough. And you're like, no, it's not enough. No, Stay, stay in there forever. Don't, don't, don't ever come out of the dumbwaiter. Just live in there. Oh, live in there forever. Just. <laughs> but of course, of course, but again, what we are talking about before, I was saying that, you know, you buy into a horror movie quickly because it's a horror. But with this... She doesn't believe it because why the why the fuck would you think that something you you've, yeah what no one thinks when you play a game of hide and seek with a bunch of people that you're gonna be they're gonna try to murder you that's not a that's not a yeah. thing on anyone's agenda so of course you're not gonna hide forever of course you're not gonna believe that that this is part of some family ritual for them to, like of course you're not gonna believe that why would you the fact that all the characters are constantly addressing how absurd everything is makes the whole yeah. thing work because they're literally the audience being like oh this is absurd and then one of the characters is like this is ridiculous you're like yeah this is rid- I'm in I'm on board <laughs> you all think it's insane I'm in yeah. you're like us 
I really like this scene because um, they grab out a vinyl and put it on the record player and it's just this really cool like 1940s style song that's part of their countdown to start finding her yeah. and they're um, they're equipping themselves with all of these really old weapons and guns and crossbows and Aunt Helene has a fucking axe oh, she loves that axe Oh, she just looks really gaunt, and she's like so tiny as well with this like massive ass. She's the worst. Oh, she's now nah, she's not the worst actually, because she sucks from the outset. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't even pretend nah, you, to like not be the worst. You know what you're getting with Aunt Helene. Yeah, yeah. I also like she shows a curse. Early on, they keep sprinkling through that. Uh, Grace is good. Grace is good. She doesn't deserve to be part yeah. of them. She's actually a good person. Like, she's, she's better than all of us. We're all shit. So you get that kind of... Like, she's an outsider on so many levels and then she's literally, you know, one out against an entire family who are kidding up to come and find and kill her. Yeah. And this is... Uh, this is where the fun really starts oh, yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. This is, this is where the movie <laughs> hits, like, hits the accelerator and all of the funny, good, absurd stuff starts happening. Yeah, there's a few scenes in just this, like, five minutes that I just lost my mind <laughs> because <laughs> Alex has decided he doesn't want to join in the family with their little hide-and-seek si- hide game. So, you know, he sits in a room and Charity has been told to watch the door. Yeah. And we, laid- we before saw Aunt Helene use the servants' corridors and so Alex ducks out to go and find Grace and give her a hand. And I love this because, you know, he grabs her and he's like, come in here, come in here. And they duck down behind a bed. Yeah. And, and they, they do a clever... I will give this. The filmmakers are very clever here because, again, you could have a boring bit where he's like, my family, they, they're going to try to kill you. And it, that would seem impossible because naturally Grace is going to be like, shut up, you idiot. The best way to do it yeah. is show the family trying to kill her. And that's what they do. Yeah. And it's so and yeah, because <laughs> Clara, the nanny, who everybody loves, oh. that she's their favourite, um, <laughs> has lost one of the children. So she's gone to look for him. And we... We get an excellent I just thing. love this. <laughs> yeah, because we hear a gunshot ring out and um, a thud on the ground because, sorry, before that... Um, they hear her approaching and she's actually in the room with them. And just before she finds them, she is shot in the face. Yeah, by Emily, who thinks she shot Samara weaving. And then, like, literally is like, I got her, I got her, I got her, I shot her, I got her. And then she walks in and you just hear off, like, it then focuses on Samara weaving's face as she's hearing all this information with the audience. And you just get that great line from Adam Brody. Does it look like she's wearing a white dress? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and again, again, so clever in the way they give you information. You get that throwaway line. So already, they show they show and they don't tell that great you know thing of yeah. cinema where they show what's happening. So then they show Samara Weaving's reaction to it. They show Alex watching her react to it, being like, right, she understands what's at stake now. And then you get little little throwaway lines where the dad's like, no, don't shoot her in the. Why are you aiming for the head anyway? She has to be alive. You're supposed to maim her. Why? 
Yeah. So you, you get, again, you get another layer of information just given to you. And it again, it just doesn't feel heavy handed. They just do it so no. well. These guys are good. It's just so light. And here you go. Here's... Here's some fun. And meanwhile, it's fun. It, the, like, just her being like, oh, this always happens to me. And, yeah. <laughs> and then just has another bump of coke and off she goes. Oh, does and a little like, pep talk oh in the God. mirror. Like, you got this, you got <laughs> this, got this. Woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, fantastic. And then they they have the, like, they decide, right, we've got to split up. She could be anywhere now. You two get rid of the body. Oh, this is terrible. She was one of my favourites. And it's just like, what? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, and what then is going on? Just immediately you get the dime flip of them. They escape the room, and it's that whole like, all right, you know, this is these are the stakes, and you're like, oh, that's this right, is fuck, this is serious. <laughs> we don't want Samara to die. And I just love that they're yelling at each other, and Fetch is on the toilet watching a how to use a crossbow video. Oh, it's just fantastic <laughs> that you because you get. He has that great moment earlier too where he's walking with the mum and he's like, why do we get these yeah. old weapons? And she just turns to him and goes, you know I've never liked you. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, okay. Great. I need use the toilet. He spends a lot of the movie just on the toilet watching YouTube clips. YouTube videos. Yeah, how to it's use great. your crossbow. Yeah, and it's like two American hunters. And it's like that crossbow wouldn't even be the same. No, he he also gets that great uh, throwaway like bit of this is later in the movie when he's in the bathroom again and he's getting texts from his mates and he's like, oh, bro, just <laughs> hanging out with the boring family. It's like you're you're murdering oh, a woman. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, he's a cracker. He's, he's probably one of my favorite characters yeah, in the movie. Him, him and Emily uh, have just some of the best. Oh best bits well every horror movie has to have the comedic relief yeah. and um adam brody's character is very satirical and very um very just cynical and yeah. whatnot but these two are just airheads like oh well yeah they just don't like just, emily's emily's incompetent and fitch is yeah. just a rich idiot like I, I like oh, yeah, it's just both are. it's so it's I guess that's the thing is the, the comic relief of it is that the whole thing is absurd even though there are like real stakes and real violence and all this kind yeah. of stuff is that because it's ridiculous it's fun and all of the characters are fun and funny in their own weird weird ways but yeah the the whole scene is where they're like chasing after her and then she because they, they go into the crawl space and then Alex explains yeah. you've got to get out I'm going to help you but you need to leave. And I like this bit as well because, again, when she's like, why didn't you tell me? He doesn't say, I didn't want to tell you because it's it's frightening or bad or blah, blah. He says, because you'd leave. So already, yeah. they're, already they're just sprinkling in the seed that he makes selfish choices. And that's yeah. all you need to know. You just need that scene so that when he does some shitty things later, it it's not out of the box. The seeds are already there. Again, yeah. they're very clever people. Yeah, it's really, um, the scripting and the writing all together are just really cleverly done. And this is a, 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 and all horror movies, you know, have this general trope of, you know, things that are used and conceptualized into their movies to, you know, make it relatable to everybody. Yeah. But this is just a theme and a trope I've never seen, ever. 
and it was just so good. Well, it's great, but but it, but you again, it's all because you 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 decide that you like Grace. So once you like Grace, yeah. you can go along with anything. And again, yeah. everyone's always met like weird family members. Everyone's got weird family members. Like everyone yeah, has. You go to the... Christmas lunch. Some yep. There's always <laughs> one, and you're like, ah, oh, you're gonna try and sell me some crystals again, aren't you, Auntie? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone's there's always. I'm the weirdo in my family, not selling crystals. Okay, oh. but I'm guessing because I haven't noticed any other weirdos in my oh, family yeah, I'm at sorry, Christmas. Kat, it's, you. it's probably yeah, me. It's... Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just the weird thirty-year-old emo still. <laughs> and people are like, wasn't that a phase? <sighs> no, me being normal was a phase. Yeah, don't run in my black parade. It's still going. It will never stop. Yeah, it's it's never stopping. Um, but yeah, you you um, very quickly then get that sort of exposition but then you get probably some of the best parts the be- one of the best sequences in the whole film which is where they split up he goes Alex goes off to fix the cameras and Grace is trying to escape yeah because the house is locked, locked down. down they've yeah. like locked everything in the house he, so nobody can get out he gives her instructions but she fucks it up because she's panicking of course she yeah. does and she ends up in a room she doesn't know where she is no exactly she's in a big man it's the Billy Madison mansion it's huge who's only Billy Madison knows his way around that place. Yeah, exactly. And um, and then yeah, she has that great scene where she runs into Adam Brody, and he just is like, "I just came to get a drink. I'm not here to kill you, but I do have to tell them where you are. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a head start. Like again, you, I, once you again, they're sowing seeds that Adam Brody doesn't like his family and doesn't like the things that they yeah. have to do. But it's family, so he's going to do it. And it it makes sense for what he does later on. It's his his character is really good because every time he appears, you're not sure if he's going to help or hinder Grace's yeah. escape. And so he helps. You're just in like, this okay, what are you doing this like, time? Oh. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> it's good. And then of course you get the fantastic scenes where the rest of the family get there and um, Emily's realized she's lost her gun somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah, because she drops it when they see her because they're like, where is she? She could be anywhere by now. And she walks out of a room yeah. behind them. <laughs> They're all so incompetent. Yep. Couldn't catch her. No, well, because again, they don't have to do this all year round. They're just, they're just people. They're just, they're not. That, that's what I like as well. The killers aren't like killers. Like it's not like yeah, Freddy's coming after you. These are just bumbling rich Everyday idiots people. who don't have to do this a lot. The only person who's good at it is Aunt Helene because she fucking loves it. Yeah, she loves that shit. She's been waiting for the day. Oh man, but yeah. <laughs> Emily gets given the crossbow to use because she's lost her gun and she's all shaken up about it and she just wants to help and and then shoots the um, other maid through the throat. <laughs> but in this scene, just before this happens, Fetch finds out that Clara's dead and he's like, oh, she was my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think someone says it like further down the track i think the butler says it oh, and it's just like oh god it's just it's just phenomenal and then yeah she shoots her in the throat with a crossbow oh god and it's just fantastic <laughs> so good like and again in this scene too you get like great stuff where like again you show the tension between brody and charity uh daniel and charity yeah they don't like one another she's like you could have like done more and he's like eh yeah, she's gone. Sorry. Whoops. I don't care. Like, oh. who cares? And yeah, it's just... Because at this point, too, they don't necessarily believe that that's what's going to happen. Like, the, the kids don't. Like, the adults... Yeah. Like, when I say kids, they're all adults. But the 
like the mum and the dad and the aunt, they believe that something bad will happen if they don't do this. But the rest of the family doesn't 100% know for sure if... But they're like, we'll do it because they might cut us off from the money if we don't join in. Yeah, it's because your family's asking you to do something. When your family asks you to do it, you kill that blonde girl. (laughs) You kill the new bride. Oh, it's... It's yeah, but yeah, the 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 you get the arrow through the throat, and then the scene where Aunt Helene is trying to make a big dramatic speech, and you just hear her gurgling to death slowly off screen, and then she goes over and chops her head off with an axe, and she's just so frustrated that she keeps getting interrupted. Oh, it's just just outstanding, and then I think Emily gets taken away by Fitch to find an edible. yeah, he's like, let's get you an edible to calm down. Or maybe it'll even you even out even you or out. something. Because you see her earlier on too, she's just smashing pills in a room by herself. Oh, man. Oh, God. That's what I mean. Like, she's a wreck. They're relatable as well because they're not good at doing yeah. this. Um, the, uh, it's, uh, it's, everyone sucks. It's wild. It's, it's so great. Yeah. <laughs> and I love this. Um, There's a transformation scene after this where, like, um, Grace is equipping herself with this gun yeah. and these this ammunition belt, and she's making her way to the, I think it's the the servants' kitchen yeah, or something. Yeah. I, she's I torn her dress to too. Escape. She's ripped off the bottom of the dress to be more yep. like. She's got converses yep. on. Yep. We're like, ah, oh, she's 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 competent. She's ready to go. Not quite. She's gonna kick some ass. Yeah. Well. Um. I read somewhere that they did 17 versions of Grace's wedding dress to show the progress of her night and how her dress, like, changed with what was happening to her. Oh, that dress goes through the ringer, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very beautiful dress, too. Just It's really you know, nice. If I was going to wear a wedding dress, this is probably the one I'd wear. Oh. Yeah. Nice choice. That's a nice dress. You have great taste. Yeah, I'd wear it with the cons just in case my in-laws then tried to kill me. I'm ready to go. Can't, yeah, can't and also me. heels are a bitch to walk in. Yeah, absolutely. You'll oh. roll an ankle. We don't want that. Not in these arches. It's your please. day. Exactly. <laughs> so when she gets to the kitchen, um, Stevens, the butler, who <laughs> I really like his character because he's just an idiot. Uh, he's ter- he, but he's, And he's the worst too. Yeah. He's that, again, it's that. He really is. He's just a bad dude who's like sucking up to this rich family who don't care about him. They're just rich. Nobody gives a shit. They don't, they don't give a shit. You're the help. Yeah, exactly. I say that like I know what the help is. We've all, we've all got the help. The help. They live in the servant's kitchen or whatever. Ah, they live in my garage. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, you get that, you get that nice sequence of, um, Alex trying to free her by unlocking the doors and she fights back because the gun doesn't work because the bullets are ornamental because of course they are (laughs) but again they do a really good thing of showing you that gun with those bullets and then when she sees them later you're like yeah "Yeah, get those bullets and then they don't work and you're like fuck (laughs) get rid of those bullets get some real ones (laughs) that's a tense scene too where she's slowly trying to load it without it making a noise and he's singing opera um, I think he's singing the 1812 Overture. Ah, which is what he plays in the car later. Of course. Oh, uh, maybe it's different. Oh, no, because the Overture has different parts. Yes, ex-classical musician. Okay, okay. Yeah, because it's that... <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. He is singing that, yeah. Yeah, and um, I just love when the gun fails, she just grabs that really boiling hot 
pot of tea and smashes it on his face. And later on, everyone is just so grossed out by his face. Oh, yeah. It's just... <laughs> it's, it's, it's fantastic. Because then... See, this whole sequence then leads up to one of my favourite lines in the movie. So she's then fleeing the kitchen because that escape route's gone. Um, Adam and Daniel have that confrontation in the control room with the father and he gets knocked out and they decide to handcuff him to the bed so he can't interfere anymore. And then when they reconvene to like talk about their plan of attack, in the meantime, Grace has tried to get back in the dumbwaiter and found the third maid in there who's like, <laughs> I'm not really a maid. They, Tony just thinks I'm pretty and it's like, I know Tony just likes the way no. I dance and it's like oh fuck yeah. and she's like yeah these people are bad like these people suck um and then she's like but they're looking for me they're not looking for you and then the maid's like she's over here and gets accidentally crushed in the dumbwaiter oh and it's horrific is that the, bit, the bit that you was talking about earlier oh no no that bit's still coming oh this isn't it? no 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 oh that's still to come. oh okay yeah oh. That, that that death's pretty gross but it leads to the funniest moment in the film where tony the dad runs up and they see the, that she's been crushed in the dumbwaiter no steven sees her and reports to the family i'm afraid so-and-so has been killed in the dumbwaiter and tony's like oh what is she doing she's killing herself one by one and she is yet to kill a single person <laughs> Yeah, they've all killed them. The two maids both got killed by <laughs> Emily, and then the third one's been cr- just oh, she's picking us off one by one. How is she doing this? So she's not picking anybody off. Yeah, I thought that. I was like, she hasn't done anything. No. Oh, it's so good. But again, it just shows that like, and it reinforces that these these family just suck. Like they because they, yeah. they don't even realize they're bad. Pete, they're doing the wrong thing. Like no, no, this is just what we. It's just what we have to do, you know. We're, it's tradition. We're, we're, we're better than everybody else, you know. He even, I think he even says, "Who is she?" Like, yeah, you know, we're rich and she's this poor. Like, how did she kill? This is, and him being horrified that she might have killed someone when they are like actively trying <laughs> to kill her. Oh, it's <laughs> the good. audacity! Oh, how dare they? <laughs> they um. So, uh, what? Ooh. I always lose my spot. I should start numbering my points. Um, Just little tabs. So, I know you can't tab things on a computer screen. Don't worry. Like <laughs> I was thinking, like you know, when you have like paper and you get those little sticky tab notes. <laughs> can't do that on, a, on the laptop. That's dumb. Tom, shut up. So um, this is the point where uh, Alex—he's already unlocked the house, so she can get out if she can make her way out. Yes. And. Um, Alex is handcuffed in the room and Helene and Tony are speaking and Helene's saying, you know, he'll come back to the family and accept his place and the same way um, she did when Charles was killed. And she says, you know, I only wish I had, you know, shot him myself. Yeah. Which was her husband. Yeah. You know, Alex is sitting there like, yeah, whatever. But you get some, again, Um, you get some nice bits of information. So you get... Yeah. The whole thing about how like something bad will happen and they're pretty sure that it's real. You get, they're going to use the cameras because, you know, we, we should be able to use it. Like we should be able to do this kind of stuff. And then you get that great bit of information where Aunt Helene's like, Alex is the same as me. Like we both believe yeah. it. And he's the only member of the family to have allegedly seen Mr. LaBelle in his chair, which is an empty Yes, that's right. Chair. Yeah. Um, and Tony's like, no, no, no. He just, he's a kid. He lied. But, 
you get that you get that bit of information and Grace is outside the window sneaking out so she hears that information as well. So you get like yeah. these lovely bits of just family arguments that just show you like all the all the different things that are happening. It's it's very good. Yeah, I really like that scene because it did give a lot more information and you're just like, "Hmm. Is this a turning point or not?" Well, yeah. For Alex's character. It's 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 where she realizes that that this is deeper than she realizes and she's just got to get the fuck out of here you know yeah because this way she uh she friggin jumps off the roof yep outside a window where fetch is messaging his, his mates mate. like oh his mates like oh what are you up to and he's like bro just some family shit <laughs> and just like like doing that while he's t- just like oh, again <laughs> just so good just all the all the dumb little shit that they do in this movie is so fantastic. And then he doesn't really do much after that, I don't think. No, he really doesn't. He gets he loses yeah. his privileges to have a weapon, I think. Yes, I think him oh, and no, Emily no, lose no. theirs. Adam Brody, uh, Daniel and Emily get their weapon privileges revoked. Yeah. Um but <laughs> this scene I really love when she goes into the stable and Georgie, Emily and Fetcher's sons in there. Yeah. And um, she's like, oh my god, you can help me, you're a kid. Yeah, you're not part Get of this. He just shoots her in the fucking hand. <laughs> and she fucking punches him right in the face. <laughs> See what I mean? The whole movie's just so like, absurd. It's such a good punch too, because he just goes down like a sack <laughs> of shit. Yeah. Oh. Out cold, Austin cold, oh. whatever. I don't stone know anything cold about Steve wrestling. Austin. It's a stone cold That's stunner. One. Yeah. Man, give it the WWE, mate. That's, that's old school. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid because my mum thought it was too violent. <laughs> and yet you've turned into a person who hosts a horror podcast. Yeah. That worked. <laughs> Good one, mum. <laughs> I love violence more than anything uh, now. She, that's she, what happens when you starve that's it. someone of that's something. That's it. She deprived it of you. Whereas if she drip fed you <laughs> WWE, you wouldn't love... You would be like... Oh. Maybe I'd be normal. Yeah. You like pratfalls and el- fake elbows, not actual violence. So, you know. Yeah. This this is the scene, by the way, that upsets me the most in this whole movie. Oh, okay. I Yeah. I get to Because it upset the crap out of me. so bad. Please explain the scene. <laughs> so it's where she, she's been shot in the hand and she falls into the into the stable, into this... Basically, again, another great little bit of exposition where you learn more information about this family. She trips and falls into this pit, which is full of a dead goat goats. Pit. Yeah. And you learn later, is yeah, it's called the goat pit. But there is also Charles's body with the two, two bow and arrows in yeah. him. And you're like, okay, that's, oh, that's the guy from earlier. And so she starts trying to climb out of the pit one-handed because her hand has been shot by a shitty little kid up, up top. And the ladder's broken, and it does this horrific thing where it shows us at the top of the ladder as she is trying to climb up that there is just a loose nail at the top. And they keep showing uh, it to you, and then you realize, like, because the ladder's broken and she's uh, sort of precariously uh, dangling, she's going to have to throw herself up to, like, to like grab onto the ledge. And then they show you the nail, and you're like, she has a hole in her hand. She has a hole in her no, hand. Stop it. This is, yeah, this scene, <laughs> it... It's really f- hectic because it's it's worse too. It's so much worse than you think because she's got the hole in her hand. So she puts her hand, throws her hand, bang, straight on top of the nail. She's then got to get her hand off the nail. I know. That's the bit that I was just like, mm, just stay there. Nah. Yeah, that's that's it. If, I, like, if I'm like, if i in a horror just movie, stay. I would just die in that goat pit. 
I'd be like, I'm not yeah. getting out of this <laughs> pit. That one's going to look... F- I would have died in the dumbwaiter. Uh, I would have died in the dumbwaiter. I would have... No, nah, I would have listened to the instructions from my husband and escaped better. Although maybe not, because he no, sucks as well. Ah, you know, I, I would have died in the goat pit. I know who I am. <laughs> yeah. My number one, like, comment on all my school reports was Cat- Catherine does not pay attention <laughs> So to instructions. So I know I... Yeah, if... I, yeah, dumbwaiter. I'd be dead in the dumbwaiter. That's where I'm dying. Yeah, that's... It's, oh, it's horrific. And then... Mm. But then it... it it just like to, then she puts it down and then she has to pull it off and she's just covered in Ugh. like guts and shit, shit and she her dress is just fucked because she then rips it off to turn into a band aid and she's just like shit's fucked for her at this point and you just you wanted to like look if you weren't rooting for her at the start of the movie you certainly are by the time she gets a nail through that hand because mm. it's there's two things oh. I thought of in this scene yes one um. She must smell really bad. <laughs> and two, how many tetanus shots is she gonna have oh, to get now? That was that was it. My my thought exactly because <laughs> she's like, I'll put this dress on the wound, the dress that is like black because it has been in the pit of dead god. Like she's lost that and hand. Ra- that hand's gone now. That's, it's gonna get. It's gonna rot and drop off. Yeah, the sequel to Ready or Not, she's one armed. Like she's got one arm. <laughs> yeah. She's just oh, ew. It's. It's bleak that whole sequence. That's that's the hardest. Yeah. That's the the hardest sequence to watch in this whole movie. The rest is fun. Oh, there's there's one other bad one which is immediately after this when she's trying to squeeze out the gate. Oh yeah, so she runs to the gate. Yeah, and I oh I just was like, I actually made a comment. I can imagine she's going to need to be covered in tetanus shots after this. Yes, yeah. oh, just just roll around yeah. in needles. Yeah, full of with tetanus full of shots, tetanus. Not, not dirty needles. Yeah. She's already basically done no. that. <laughs> yeah, she just did that in the goat pit. Oh, um, yeah, that's. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I just ugh. felt really like, ow, my back muscles. Oh, everything. Ow, everything. But uh, like, that's that's that thing of you know, horror, right? Like, um, yeah. What's the movie where they're in the cave and it's bad? It's sc- Do not say the descent. The descent. Oh. That movie gave me nightmares. And I don't dream, but that movie actually oh, gave me nightmares. A, that, that movie is terrifying. But again, it's the same thing. Like, how much punishment yeah. can you put a person through? Like, mm. it's, she falls into blood holes. She falls into gut holes, bones, pits. Oh, just, I forgot about... Yeah. Like, she gets she gets put through the ringer. And the same thing here. Like, at this point, you're like, nah, this... Grace has got to survive because she has just, like, shredded yeah. herself on a gate. She's cut her hand open. And then that the 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 dude is driving on the highway and she flags him down and he's like, Get off the fucking road. He's like, road. get off the road. <laughs> just oh and she's like fucking rich people. <laughs> but yeah, then things then things get a bit uh, stressful. Just Yeah, this is like pretty close to like the last what, fifteen, twenty minutes? Yeah, this is the back half. We're, the we're on the home straight now, yeah. Yeah. And so she's noticed that Stevens is looking for her through a torch kind of thing. And so she takes off through the woods. Yep. But he meets her. Excuse me. It's okay. I realise my Discord's open. Um, <laughs> he meets her, like, on the other side. I don't know how he gets there. Because she's in, like, a park, isn't well, she? She's in the woods across. So, But you, you again, you get another great delivery of exposition where... 
they realize they've lost her and Tony loses like flips out yeah he just says fuck a lot and then he's like Adam Brody and everyone like everyone in the room is like but this is like it's not real the devil's not actually gonna kill us gonna he's like do you remember what happened to the Van Horns there was a house fire (laughs) yeah I'm not gonna tell you how they actually died like so yeah I like in this film universe that rich people get their powers from Satan it's yeah. kind of nice to know. Which that is probably... Um, that's probably accurate. What happens in the real world. Yeah, Jeff Bezos <laughs> sacrificed so many goats to become a billionaire. You cannot oh. convince me otherwise. The other day I asked my dad... Uh, my dad asked me where he can get some Warhammer paints from for his tin soldiers. And I was like, oh, just go onto Amazon. You can probably get a whole kit or whatever. And he's like, I'm not buying anything from Amazon. Oh, what a good man. <laughs> but when I said... But when I said... Is, are you on the Jeff Bezos hate wagon? And he's like, who? <laughs> no, he didn't want to buy anything from Amazon because he thought it came all the way from America and not from Australia. Oh, okay, so... But I was going to be have a really proud moment oh, of my dad man. and be like, oh, dad. Welcome, comrade. Fuck Jeff the revolution Bezos. begins tomorrow. <laughs> but no, alas. My dad's a socialist, it's fine. Oh, well, that's good. So he, look, he's ready <laughs> yeah. to go. He's ready to go. He's ready. No, nah, this, this, this movie's great too because, again, all the villains are rich, all the rich people are bad. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like great. shows you that there's no way they can get rich without literally satanic intervention. Mm. Or making really unreasonable sacrifices. Yeah, of people and goats. Of people and goats yeah, it's, and whatever else is in that pit. Oh, it's yeah. It, it looks like eggs. It looks like any all the rotten shit in the world. <laughs> it's just it's just an awful like. Like, if you survive the rest of the night, would you want to? Because, like, you're just dying of sepsis or something, surely. Um, yeah. Surely I don't there's going to be what you can catch from it. Right? And everything. Yeah. You, they're going to have to amputate every part. You're going to be a potato, just like a head and a torso. <laughs> you're going to amputate everything off you to... to... Yeah, nah. I love potatoes. <laughs> but Not that not much. Human not ones. enough to become one. Not human no. ones. No. <clears throat> um... And this is a really cool scene where she, like, dodges his car in the woods. Yes. And I was just like, yes, you're going to get away. She and chokes him out, out with out her car. dress. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. I was just like, I knew you had it in you. But then, uh, alas, she uh, steals the car to escape and Justin is just not prepared to help her. No, Justin's a dick. Oh, it's just a, again, it's just a great sequence where she, she I, I think, you know, in terms of like a horror movie survivor, like your final girl, she does an incredible job. She learns yeah. from her mistakes. She tries so hard, but so many things are stacked against her. She makes the right call to immediately tool up with some guns. The bullets aren't real. Okay, no worries. Oh, there's this kid. All right, I'm going to get this kid to help me. Now, nah, the kid's a piece of shit as well. All right. All right, well, I'm going to climb out of this pit. Now, nah, nail through your hand. All right, I'm going to sneak out through this fence. The fence has got you. I'm going to wave down this car for help. Now, nah, he's a piece of shit. I'm going to beat the butler in this fight and steal this car. Now, nah, Justin from Roadside Assist stops the piece car because you've stolen it. Like, just at every turn, she's trying so hard to succeed. And it's like, just give the girl a break. And she doesn't get yeah. one. I loved the Justin scene. Oh. I was really waiting for him to be, how would you rate my customer service out of five? Oh, there's no need for that profanity, <laughs> man. Yeah, well, fuck you, Jace, Justin. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. 
Uh, also, and unfortunately, the other good oh, the other good bit of profanity is when the guy doesn't pull over at the front of the house when she's trying to escape, and he drives away, and she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, motherfucking pindict, little fucking needle cocked fuckhead?" Like just just this string. It's yes! like a 10, 15 second burst of just profanity, and it's great. And do you know what? I think that was um that would have had to have been absolutely uh what's the word um improvised because there's a lot of australian insults in that pindict is like that's i haven't heard that since i was 14 like yeah as soon as i heard pindict i was like oh she she wrote this sentence (laughs) (laughs) because i really don't i don't think there's a lot of americans that would use pindict as a insult no no it feels it feels it feels like home (laughs) i did didn't it (laughs) but yeah but unfortunately she keeps everything's conspiring against her and she gets captured again. Like, fuck. Yeah, even though Justin was like, the police will be right with you. And then Stevens catches up to her. And you get the um, other great sequence of the film. Yes, did you enjoy this? Oh, this is so good, this whole scene. I loved this. And so he's tranquilized her and she's in the back seat and he's on his way back to the house video (laughs) chatting with the family on his, like, dashboard camera. And he's got the 1812 Overture absolutely blasting in the car. Yeah. So he can't hear the family. No. And they see Grace regaining consciousness and she's like, wait a sec. And you can see her face like, okay, how am I going to get yeah. out of here? And it absolutely just kicks him multiple times to the face. And it was just so brutally good. Oh, it's a very good. And they're just like, the family are just screaming into the iPhone. <laughs> like, Steven's turn the fuck around. <laughs> oh. Because again, and it, that, this is the other thing, is the stakes are ratcheting up for them because it's getting closer and closer yeah. to dawn. And even though not everyone believes that something bad is going to happen, enough of them do. And you also get, in about this moment, you get that really nice scene where um, the mum goes up to see Alex in the bedroom. It's either yeah. just after this scene where they've gone out to like go find her and she sits down, she talks to him and she's like, look, you've got to understand that you just like, if he's like, you know, I, if, if you kill her, I'll kill you. And she's like, well, I guess I'm dead already. Like, it's a really nice scene. And then he's like yeah. really angry at her and fighting and fighting and fighting. And again, they just sprinkle little breadcrumbs out when she says, if you didn't believe that this was real, you wouldn't have made her pull a card. Yeah. If you didn't think that she, we had to go through this, you wouldn't have done it. But you did. So you came back. You are part of this family, whether you wanted to or not. You can fight it as much as you like. And just the look on his face where he's like, fuck, you're right. Like, fuck you. Like, I did come back because I thought something bad was going to happen. And I like, I hate you for being right. And it's like, there's the, the family part in him. So again, when he ultimately... Spoilers. Um betrays grace over his family it's not out of the blue because you've sprinkled enough of it yeah with helene talking about it with then the mum having this really nice scene with him and she's a great character too because her she's an outsider mm. as well and she's just trying to keep her family together so you kind of understand where she's coming from to a degree yeah she's just protective and wants you know the best possible outcome for her family and she's going to do whatever it takes to get there even if it does mean sacrificing her son's wife bride yeah, yeah right. because you know that's just you, you gotta sacrifice things sometimes yeah people people so yeah 
Um, I mean, I've never done that. No, but... no. And then... It... So I don't know what it feels like. I mean, you were talking... You, I mean, I don't know. You, I'm a bit sus. You brought it up again. You talked about how you <laughs> wanted to start a cult where you wanted people to sacrifice themselves to you. And you were like, oh, but it'd just be poison. Well, you've given way too much thought to having people sacrifice things to you for it to be a coincidence. I like the people's temple. The... <laughs> Is that like the rock Through being the, the people's champion? Is that you're the people's temple? <laughs> You don't know who the People's Temple is? Who is the People's Temple? The cult that drank the Kool-Aid and they all died. Ah, ah, I just know that is um, Brian Jones. I didn't know what they're actually called. Oh, maybe it's Brian Jones. Uh, there's a, I feel like there's Kool-Aid in a lot of cults. Yeah. Brian Jones is I the think... one where they... There's the one... Maybe the People's Temple. Is that the one where they... That wasn't... They didn't go to Bolivia or wherever. They just did it in, like, a, a church? Yeah. Man. And they all wore the same clothes and stuff, like the same Nike shoes. Oh, that's... Yeah, like, on one and hand, like, though, cult's very easy. Someone's telling you what to dress with, like, pff, no one's laughing <sighs> at you for having weird clothes because everyone's got weird clothes. Just like school. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, school's a cult. <laughs> oh, watch out. <laughs> well, the Liberal Party thinks that we're trying to indoctrinate their children. So. Yeah, we are. Didn't you? Didn't you see the when you're heading out indoctrinate kid leaflets? That's what I do when I'm not podcasting. Oh. That's my job, indoctrinating kids on killing the rich by making them agenda. watch Ready or Not. <laughs> Eating rich, yeah. um, forcing kids to be transgender. What do you mean? Yeah, that's what I do. That's how we roll here, comrade. Um, anyway, back. <laughs> comrade. <laughs> back on topic. Back to Isn't the movie. Isn't that a communism thing? Sure, it's all. It's all the same, right? Isn't that what we're all doing? <laughs> I should know this, but... <laughs> um, and so, after Grace has kicked Stevens in the face, there's this really cool slow-motion scene as they're, like, tumbling and, like, the car's flipped. And it's just... It's just really cool, because Stevens is out cold. Oh, he did. <laughs> He he's is. gone. Yeah, he's uh, see you later, Stevens. Sorry, Stevens. Not gonna miss you. Nah, you're a, you're a dickhead. You suck. You're scum. Yeah. Um, and Grace gets and it lands in the clearing right where Daniel is. Yeah. And I love how he's just like, oh, well, there goes my tranquility. Yeah, he's just he's annoyed again because like, I just want this to be over. Oh, this is. Yeah, I should have told this ages ago. One of my favourite running gags earlier in the film is everyone asking if killing the maids counts and Aunt Helene getting furious yeah. <laughs> because it doesn't count. No, this. why does everyone think killing the maids counts? Oh, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Did that count? <laughs> but yeah, you, get, um, you, get, you get a really nice scene between Daniel and uh, Grace where she's like, if you yeah. go through with this, Alex will never forgive you. Because and yeah. she's just she's just tugging on his heartstrings so perfectly, and then he hits her in the face with the butt of his gun because he's like, "That's yeah. you don't know who I am. I'm not a good person. I'm a bad person." Mm. But again, he's he's the best person because he's the one with enough wherewithal and hindsight and privilege to acknowledge that no, he's the bad guy in this. Yeah, they're not good people. None he's of them taking accountability. People. Yeah, and because mm. you've earlier had that great scene with um him and Emily in the goat pit where they're talking about how they're the fuck ups in the family and how it's all terrible. And it's like, I just think, you know, we shouldn't be doing this anymore. We, maybe we deserve to die. 
and she says, but my yeah. kids don't. And you're like, oh, yeah. you're right, mate. Do the kids necessarily deserve to die? Then you remember, no, they do. That kid, that kid's yeah. shot. No, your kid's an asshole. Yeah. And and then again, it, cr- it, it crystallizes for, for Daniel when um, he just has that look on his face where when the kid comes out, he's like, I shot her mum. And mum's like, I'm so proud of you. And he just looks at that and he's like, you know, this whole family's fucked. This whole family's yeah. fucked. The kids They're are all fucked. fucked. Like maybe the kid, and that's him yeah. being like, maybe the kids do deserve to die. Maybe we all deserve maybe to die. Maybe they should go. Yeah. yeah, take them out. And they... I think um, Daniel's saying some stuff, you know, about how he's not a good person and whatnot because his dad steps out from a tree and he's just like, I knew you were there. Yeah. Like, and they <laughs> the heads or tails, like, to flip just, to move a body. Just stop it, Dad, I how don't care. How many times have these people done this? Oh, it's... <laughs> too many. <laughs> too many. <laughs> Why do you? Why do you have? Why are you flipping a coin? Had what? But yeah, they, <sighs> when they finally get her inside, and it's it's ritual time, baby. Yeah, and I really because <laughs> I just really love the end scene. Like it is the ultimate end scene of a film. So obviously, um, this, um ritual has started and they're all chaining all these words and blah 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 and they're all drinking from this one chalice and they're passing it around and passing it around and then they all um start to like vomit everywhere yep and that's because um daniel's put hydrochloric acid into the chalice to help grace escape yeah he's he's poisoned so they has a great line she's like are they gonna be okay it's like ah they'll shit weird for a week it'll be fine yeah, <laughs> I was just like nailed it. Yeah, that's awesome. And this is where Daniel Daniel's behavior in the woods makes sense. Yeah, because he's like, okay, I've got to do everything I can to get her to the house, and then I'll help her from there. Yeah. But even there's even that because, great bit though where they're under the stairs, and she's like, I knew you were gonna help yeah. me. And he's like, I didn't. Like, yeah, just just that bit where he's like, yeah, I didn't, I I didn't know I was gonna do this until I realized, no, I'm gonna do this, and it's. I think, I think it happens earlier than the movie lets on. I think it is that that beat in the barn where he realizes that oh no, the whole family's fucked. Like it's not even like his sister's yeah. right in it. He, the kids are both fucking in it. Like this has to stop. It's got to stop somewhere. Yeah, it's insane. So he's already halfway there by the time he runs into Grace. Yeah, and when they um they step out from under the stairs to leave, and they run into Daniel's wife. Charity. <sighs> who is a fucking bitch. And she doesn't say anything really. She says before um, she There's that throwaway line of hers when he's like, Charity, come on. She's like, You you don't care that I'll I'll die. Yes. Like yeah. if you don't kill her, I'll die. You don't care that I'm gonna die. And then she shoots him in the throat. Throat, yeah. Which I was devastated, but that's right. She gets the shit kicked out of her by Samara Weaving in literally yeah. the next sequence. <laughs> she gets her ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> and Alex has escaped in the in the in amongst all of this um, hoo ha. Yeah. And he finds Daniel dead on the ground, and you know he tries to save him, but it's too late. And made me really sad because you know his brother's probably become this alcoholic because of how shitty his family is, oh, and then absolutely. he lo- like dies because of his family. And it's just like, oh, he got dealt such a shitty hand. But his like, his sucks. intervention, 
saves Grace. You know, he he saves. Yeah. He makes. He his final act is a good choice. He finally is a. Yeah. He's a good guy. Finally, like he's he's the whole movie. He's like, I'm a bad guy who makes bad choices. You don't you don't know who I am, and then he finally makes the right call. It kills him, but at this point, he's like, No, yeah. we're we're done. We're done. This this whole shit is not sustainable. We can't do this any longer. So yeah, he lets Grace go. Alex gets to say goodbye, and then we get the the smackdown between uh, Grace and Grace and Becky. And Becky, <laughs> who shoots, tries to shoot her with, arrow. with a bow and arrow and misses. But then explains, I'm, I, it's been it's been a while. Yeah, no, don't worry. Oh, and, and then I, I think the idea of that is again that's a, again just a throwaway line, but just watching that movie, that throwaway line is like, oh, she's a bit rusty. She killed Charles. She's the one who plugged yeah. Charles on on Helene's wedding night. So she's actually just as bad as the rest of them. She's not. Mm. She's not just doing. Yeah, she's doing it for her family, but she knows that it's bad, and she's still doing it. And so, fuck you, Andy McDowell. And then she gets the absolute shit kicked out of her. Just gets the, smashed um, in the face with a box over and over and over again. Yeah, and it's kind of ironic that it's the card box from Mr. LaBelle that uh, Samara Weaving uses to absolutely destroy her face. Kill her. Basically kill... Yeah, well, yeah. Bludgeons her to death. And Alex actually walks in and sees this whole scene. Yep. And um, it's at that point where, you know, he's trying to speak to Grace and he says, you're not going to be with me after all of this. Yeah, he says. He, he asks her the question. He says, "You're not going to be with me after yeah. this, are you?" Which again, just so beautifully set up. In early on, he's like, "If I told you what was going to happen, you would have left me." He's lost Daniel, who was the only mm. sort of person who was keeping him going through this. He then loses his mum, who, and the worst part is, he's lost his mum at the hands of Grace. So he's like, yeah. You killed my family. And again, it's that part of his brain that just can't get away from family. So the minute he says, you're not going to be with me after this, are you? And she doesn't say anything. She just kind of looks at him. But the look in her face is like, that's a complicated question to answer. And then he grabs her and is like, she's in here. Brats her out. Fucking dick. <sighs> but again... I hated him oh, he's, in this part. He's, at that point, he's... The minute he walks in on her kill... I remember the first time I saw this. The minute he walks in on her killing the mum, I'm like, oh, he's that's it. He's done. Yeah. He already had it in him the whole way through. He just needed to be steered in the wrong direction enough times. And you, again, it's been beautifully set up that he is like a dime away from turning on Grace, who is only... Again, the mum says, someone who's only known you for a year and a half knows you better than me. It's like, yeah. no, she doesn't. She doesn't actually know me because she doesn't know anything about this. She doesn't know what it's like to be in this family. It's real. She's fuck it. I've got to kill. More. I've got to kill her. I've got to. Oh. And sucks. You suck, Alex. At this point, <laughs> Alex, you're fucking shit. But I tell you what. And, then the uh, movie just. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I love this. So they decide at that point that they've really got to hurry up because it's getting super close to do- to dawn. Yep. And so the whole family is like holding Grace down and Alex is above her with a knife ready to stab her in the chest. And she manages to wriggle free of the hold that they've got and he goes to stab her and it's like in her shoulder. Yep. And so she grabs the knife and she's like 
stabbing it towards them, like, keep away from me. There's a really nice beat and... there, too, where earlier Henry... Henry, that's the actor's name. Tony calls her a goat. She's just a fucking goat. And in that final bit when she's got yeah. the knife, she sounds like a goat. She's, like, screaming and making these weird sounds that make her sound like a yeah. wild animal because she's just like, nah, get fucked, get the fuck off. She's broken. She's done. She's absolutely at her wit's end. It is game over. Um, and it is also game over because if she me. escapes... It's dawn, baby. Sun's up. Well, it's the sun has come up, and she's waving this knife around at everybody, um, which means that they didn't get the ritual done on time. But of course, and I you love know, that they're all devil's not real, so nothing happens. It's not real anyway. No, nothing happens. No, and but I love that they're all they all shit like, themselves, bracing for something. To happen to them. And they all look so, so awkward help- <laughs> when nothing happens. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, oh, were you... Were you okay, cool. Not dying. Nice. I like this. But Helene decides that she's going to kill Grace anyway. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's fucking nutters. Yeah. And um, she... As she's about to swing her axe at Grace, she explodes. This ending everywhere. is one of... I think all-time greatest endings to a movie ever. Yeah. If you had sat me yeah. down at the start of Ready or Not and been like, "This is how this movie ends," I would not have believed you. And yet, <laughs> it is so satisfying, and it, like, this ending is insane. They just all explode in like showers of blood and guts, all of it's them. It's great. I loved it. And Grace is just standing there, like laughing as they all explode one by one. And it's just... Uh, and then the Beautiful. last one standing is, of course, Alex. And he's like, see, you know, yeah. I'm sorry, babe. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And I didn't I'm know fine. It. See, look, he didn't blow me up. I'm okay. And then she pulls the ring off and is like, I want a divorce. Throws the ring at him. He explodes. Ah. Oh. It was so good. So fantastic. So perfect. Perf- it's the perfect ending to oh, that movie. Yeah. The house is on fire. The house is on fire. Um, yep. Because uh, a candelabra lamp lantern had previously caught onto the house and it's so funny because that's how that previous family had died you know the in, a house fire. in a house fire yeah <laughs> yeah and we see like a flicker of mr labelle at the head of the table yep. and he kind of gives her like a you did it well done good work good shit yeah well love it love your work. The, the nod is great from him because he's like you won so when you're gonna you get you, you can't you, you deserve to survive i'm a man of my word if you survive the night mm-hmm. you get to survive they all die yeah, because they all made a deal with the devil. I, I also think this has one of the best, like just a great final shot of her sitting <laughs> yeah. on the steps where she got married. She's covered in blood. She's stolen <sighs> the cigarette case from the mum's body. <laughs> the house is on fire behind her and she's just, just lights and starts. It is. It must be the best cigarette I think a person has ever had in their life. That's she's ever had in her whole life. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's just good. But My favourite line is this last final line <laughs> in the entire movie when the police the police officer says to her, Jesus Christ, what happened to you? And she just replies, in-laws. Yep. It's just, it's it's fun, it's dumb, it's a ridiculous... It's great. The whole movie is a joke where the punchline is in-laws can be hell. Like, that's the movie. Yeah. Imagine being like, hey, That's we're going to run a 90-minute horror <laughs> film in which the entire punchline is in-laws are hell. Literal hell. Yeah. 
where in-laws are just shit. Oh, it's not that mine are. So I'm no, no, I, 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 I also uh, don't have to experience satanic <laughs> in-laws. So that's that's a bonus for both of us and everyone. I mean, mine are Serbian Orthodox. Does that count? Do they sacrifice goats? How many goats get killed by? No. No. Nah, well, then you're good. No. Nah. You're good. No, nah, we're all good. Nah, you're good. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm not going to die in a game of hide and seek. Yeah, no, but if they ever present you at a dinner with a box with a game in it, just leave. Get up, walk nah. out the door. I'll just leave. Yeah. I'll just go. It's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll get the fuck out of there. No, nah, it's just, yeah, it's the perfect ending. And again, I think the reason I love this film so much is it's just, it's fun and it's absurd. And that's, they're the horror movies that I like. I like a horror movie where yeah. I can care about a character and I, you care about Grace so quickly in that. And I like a horror movie that takes those scary ridiculous nature of horror and, and makes it makes it fun this is a horror movie i can re-watch and re-watch as opposed to like a yeah a midsummer or a descent where i'm like i don't want to fucking watch that again i don't want to watch that again ever Man, the- but this i yeah comedy horror is a real big thing for me like yeah. evil dead is my favorite horror movie of all time oh, yeah. yeah and it's so funny because my dad and you know, people my dad's age, when I speak to them about horror movies, when I talk about The Evil Dead being my favourite movie, they're all, oh, that movie's horrifying. That movie's so scary. I was like, um, you know that's a comedy, right? Uh, yeah, but still, the the camera, first-person camera shots of it flying through yeah. the wood, they're bad. I like The them. trees are bad. Because they're kind of like... Well, in 2013 Evil Dead, the trees are very bad. Yeah, 2013 Evil Dead is... The ending of that is almost as cooked as the ending of... Actually, no, the ending of that is more cooked than the ending of More this. cooked, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. It's probably one of my favourite endings of horror, like, of horror movies as well. There is so much that blood one. in that final... It's insane, huh? 15 minutes. Oh, it's like, wow. It's, it's cooked. Everyone's an yeah. idiot in that movie, I really too. enjoy that it. And that's the th- See, the reason I like Ready or Not is they, they circumvent the whole idea of her not buying into it because... Yeah, she's oblivious to start, but the minute things get serious, she's she she's in. Yeah. Because in that Evil Dead remake, they're like, maybe something's wrong. It's like, well, too late. <laughs> you took too way late too long it. to realize something was wrong, you idiots. That girl's carving her face <laughs> up in the in the bedroom. Oh, oh. Yeah, and that's a movie I take a long time to rewatch. Yeah. I probably haven't watched it since 2013, to be honest. So. Yeah, it's it's gory. It's yuck. It's a lot. It's for good me. though. There's, um, but it's yuck. It is really great. It's just um, a few scenes are a little bit too much for me. Mm. So it's it's like yeah. the nail in the hand in Ready or Not, but it's all of ever. There's ten of them, and some of there's them ten. some of them are syringes to eyeballs. Oh, yeah, you forgot about that, didn't mm. you? Yeah, I did. Uh, glad I could bring it up for you. Uh, I'm really glad you brought that. Because it'll remind me why I'd never want to watch it again. Oh, but I really do like... Um, oh, I can't remember who directed that. Um, it's the guy who did that other movie that she's in that I haven't seen. That That's helpful, isn't it? Uh, Don't Breathe. Oh, yeah. That's the director. I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's 9.30, so my brain's like, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> You want to recall information from 10 years ago? No, you're done. You're <laughs> absolutely <luck>. done. <laughs> um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Thank you so much for getting me to finally watch it. I really appreciate oh, it. Look, I'm glad I can I can share that movie with the world. It's just because I want people to watch it so then they can message you and be like, that ending? It's like, yeah, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, my sisters and I just did that with uh, Ratched on Netflix. So we were all, all three of us were watching it at the same time. And when it got to the ending, we were all just like, what the fuck was that? Is that the, is that the Nurse Ratched one? The, what's her name? Miss Sarah Paulson? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's brilliant. Please, please watch if you can. Okay, well, that's I'll watch that instead of watching Dawson's watch. Creek, which you told me not to watch. So. Yeah. I'll watch The Haunting of Hill House because I spent uh, three episodes crying. No, I've, I've watched both that and Bly Manor and uh, they Hill House for me has is so scary. And, and it's... Oh, really? Because it's oh, the perfect combination that it gets me because I care about them. I care about them all yeah. so much. <laughs> So I care about them, and then the jump scares. Even not even the jump scares, just the there's that bit in um the first episode where they literally just that scene where they're running out of the house, and you don't see the older brother's looking over the shoulder, and you don't see what he sees, but what he sees is terrifying, and you're like, what are you looking at? Ah, the the bent neck, like so many things in that movie are (laughs) horrifying. I screamed out loud watching that show. Um, oh wow! I really oh it, the jump scares definitely got me, yeah. but I spent the episode three to episode six crying my eyes oh, out. Oh yeah, that... and then the last episode bawling my eyes out. What's it like? It's the heart that gets you. It's like same with like Bly Manor. Yeah. There's some really creepy shit in Bly Manor, but at the end of the day, the thing that I enjoyed about it, I was like, oh, I care about all of these people. Oh no! Yeah, and once I care about people, I'm up to episode four for that one, or episode three. I'm not sure. Oh man, you've oh, good. Have the a kid, good though. time. There's a really great the episode is... coming up that um, yeah, it's yeah. just gonna fuck you up, I guess. <laughs> okay. Everyone says it's pretty chilled compared to Hill House. Uh, it's so. not as scary as Chilled House, but um, yeah, it's yeah, there's definitely just some really awful imagery in that show. Yeah, there hasn't been so far, which has been. I'm on to the nurse though, the older lady. I'm on to her, not the nurse, the house oh, like, the, general manager the, of the, the house. shaved head woman with the shaved What's head. Hannah. Hannah, yeah. Hannah, I'm on to her. Okay. Good luck, I guess. She doesn't eat. She doesn't drink her tea. <laughs> I'm on to <clears> her. <throat> all right, all right. I'll give you that. I'll sus. That. Hannah is sus. <laughs> So, um, before we say uh, our farewells, yes. what is the last horror movie that you watched? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the last one I watched uh, was one we did for, for Scaredy Boys. Um, we had a guest yeah. on who, rec- who, when we get guests on, they give us a movie to watch and we watch it and we talk about it. Uh, and the movie was Dreamcatcher. Um, oh, I have- it is based on a Stephen King novel and we all know that he loved cocaine it turns out that he also (laughs) loves Oxycontin um, and he wrote this movie after a car accident on Oxy in a space of six months and he wrote the entire story in cursive and it's so it's a 620 page book they've compressed it into like a two hour movie and it is quite po- look. It is quite possibly the most insane movie I have ever seen. <laughs> there are worms that come out of your butthole. They are the villain of the oh. movie. There's also Morgan Freeman with some of the most incredible prosthetic eyebrows I've ever seen. Uh, Damien I'm Lewis is off his head in it. 
Thomas Jane is in it and he hates it and he's only doing it because his mum told him to be in the movie. And that's a true story. What? (laughs) Donnie Wahlberg is in it and he plays like a kid with an intellectual disability. It's like, Donnie Wahlberg, don't do that. You can't make that in a movie. That's a bad... It is... It is off its head. That is the last horror movie I watched (laughs) and uh, I can thoroughly recommend if you just like... I feel like watching something absolutely fucking insane that might be terrible. That's it? Watch Dreamcatcher. Okay, I'm into it. I'm into anything Stephen King, so... Well, yeah, this is like... You know when King's like off his head? Yes. This is that. This is... That's when he wrote Needful Things as well. Yes. Literally... Yeah. 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 It's, um... It's... It's an incredible... (sighs) Something else. In an interview recently with Rolling Stone, he said he regrets writing the book and publishing it because he was so drugged up on painkillers after his car accident that he doesn't think it's his best work. And it's just... The movie is... Oh. (sighs) (laughs) Timothy Olyphant's in it as well. They have, like, superpowers. Someone gets bit on the dick. It's just... So much is happening. So much is happening. People, like... People are, like, farting constantly. That's, like, this, like, dangerous thing is that, like, if you start farting, you're going to die. There are aliens in it as well. There are so many things happening. Oh, it's... It's... It's phenomenal. It is absolutely phenomenal. And um, I'm gonna ask my grandma if she's seen that. Dreamcatcher. It came out in. T- it's not. It's not an older film. It's like 2001 or two. Um, oh, she might have. But yeah, Dreamcatcher. Just because my grandma watches shit like that. Oh, it's. And I'm just like. <laughs> it is. It's so. It's written by. So it's direct. Written and directed by um, Lawrence Kasdan, who did like Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Oh, okay. So yeah. So he wrote and directed this movie, and it's like, why, man? You wrote Star Wars. You wrote, you wrote Indiana <laughs> Jones. Why are you writing a movie about farting anus worms and, and farting people? Anus. And, oh, it's yeah. The movies, the movies off its head. So watch it, and um, and then there'll All be an right. episode on Scaredy Boys about it at some point in the future. Oh, I can't wait because um, my partner's coming down for Halloween. I'm throwing a Halloween party for my nieces, and. I was going to watch The Craft Legacy, but now I think I'm going to watch that. Nah, look, see, you've got to be in the right mood for Dream... It's not good, just so you know. (laughs) That's fine. Okay. We've been watching the entire Friday 13th um, series. Oh, man, I love that first one. That's so great, the first one. Everyone's like, the first one sucks. And I'm like, nah, it's awesome. All the teenagers suck. (laughs) (laughs) Teenagers do suck. It's great. (laughs) <laughs> they play a game of Strip Monopoly, which is the dumbest game in the history of the world. How do you play Strip Monopoly? Get a deck of cards and play Strip Poker. It's like, oh, let's play Strip Cluedo. I mean, if you get a guess wrong, oh. you've got to take off a piece of clothing the colour of the character that you guessed. I mean, if someone bought a house... Like, no, that doesn't work. If someone bought a house on your property... That's, that's how they play Strip Monopoly in Friday the 13th. Is if you land on someone else's oh, property yeah. instead of paying them, you've got to... Pay clothes. Buy a house. Mm. Ah. Sucks to be them. Right? Still a stupid game. That game would take forever for people to get naked. It would, because it, it's a long game. It's a long game. Yeah. It got banned in my house. Because <laughs> my sister and I would... <laughs> we'd uh, we'd punch on over Mayfair and Park Ooh, Avenue, so... Okay. We weren't allowed. We weren't allowed. I know Monopoly if you. Maybe watch Dreamcatcher instead. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. So to wrap it up, can you please tell everybody where we can find you and your podcast? Yeah, um, so uh, the as I said, I'm part of a network called Sans Pants Radio. Um, you should just jump online, type in sanspantsradio.com and you'll see all the shows um, that we do. There's heaps. Um, there's shows, comedy shows. There's, like I said, D&D shows. There's movies and footy and all sorts of wild stuff on there. Um so yeah check that out and the shows that I am on uh, a show called How Good's Footy so if you like AFL How Good's Footy is the show um, it's a sad episode this week because I'm a Geelong supporter and we just lost the grand final so it's not a great episode to listen mm. to this week I'm sorry um, that's okay <laughs> and Scaredy Boys obviously is the other one so uh, and that's a show that's out every Friday um, and it's just us yeah talking about horror movies and how we'd survive them um so listen to that. If you're looking for me, uh, I'm on Twitter um, at Awkward Treed is where to find me. Um, I'm also at, on Letterboxd on the same thing. So if you just search that, you should find me on Letterboxd as well, which is a great app because you can review movies. I love it. It's good. I absolutely love it. More people should use yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, so that's where you can find me. That's that's me. Thank you for having me on. It was awesome. a delight no, to come on you. and talk about exploding people. It was, it, yeah, definitely one of my favourite movies of the podcast so far. Oh, so thank you. Good. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> no, thank you very much. <laughs>